This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, and today is Monday, January 17th, yes, the 17th, 2022, also known um, in America as MLK Jr. Day, so... Yeah, MLK Jr., by the way, I did his speech in my podcasts in the June, in the June 2021 section of my podcast. So if you want to catch me for 17 or 18 minutes performing the MLK Jr. I have a dream speech, you can catch that in, uh, the June 2021 section of my podcast. But in this episode, I'm back with my friend and co-host Avi. And in this episode, He's going to be talking about his thoughts and opinions on the movie Groundhog Day, the movie Groundhog Day from 1993. But before he does that, just want to let you know, yeah, we're doing Groundhog Day today. We're taking a small, short break from the Batman franchise. But after this Groundhog Day episode is done, we will be directly following the next meeting in talking about the 1993 animated movie Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which in night, which came out in 93 after returns, but before forever. And yes, yeah, so look out next for Batman Mask of the Phantasm. This is, uh, the short break until we get to Batman back again. But yeah, so, um, Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray, 1993, um, comedy. I think partly genre is comedy, I would say. Um, Avi, what are your initial thoughts and opinions about Groundhog Day? Since he's been on the time loop, because 
You can't tell if here he is about how long it, if it's a day. You can't tell how long if you're free from the time loop. You don't know if you're if you're growing older or or what's like uh, uh growing older or what's like uh something if you're you're free from the from the winter. That way you'll be back in like the in the summertime. Okay. Right. Outside of, also, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say outside of Bill Murray. Um, Bill Murray is the main character, and the guy that you said played the um, insurance salesman. Um, how many other characters outside of them are also in the movie? Like there's Andy McDowell, the one is assistant to the the belt. She's uh, supposed to be. The, she's supposed. She's stuff. supposed to be the love the love interest, right? Yeah, some love interest. Although she wants to be like uh, like you know, like another weather service, and, uh, and also there's a cameraman, and uh, and there's also the mayor that plays. Who's the wait? Who's the, the, the who? Who's the, who, who's the hold on one, one at a time? Who's the um cameraman played by, and who is the mayor played by? Chris 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 Elliott. Oh, he yeah. play he plays who? Which char- which character does Chris Elliott play? What uh, Chris Elliott? From yeah. The Groundhog Day. Yeah. What what's his character? What's his character name? What? That's a character name. Yeah. Character name that plays uh, What does he do? What's his character do? Chris Elliott. Uh, uh, Chris Elliott plays Larry. Larry. No, but does he play the um the mayor or the other character you said outside the mayor? No, uh, the Chris Elliott is actually the cameraman. Oh, cameraman. Got it. Got it. Cameraman. Got it. Okay. Well, the mayor of the Apoxitani is uh, is played by the by Bill Murray's oh. elder brother, named oh. Brian Do- Doyle Murray. The may the mayor's played by some relative of Bill Murray. Yeah, oh, that's uh, interesting. Brian Doyle Murray. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So tell me more. Tell me more about the time loop apps. What do you mean by like a time loop? Tell me about more about the time time loop apps aspect. Like sometimes we believe about that there's a there's a theory about religious about religious group of religious uh, a scholar about watch this movie they believe it's like a Buddhist theory about like if you, you if the time of your rebirth about if you're like stuck in the same up if he tends to kill himself about it, even though he he comes back alive the next in the same day so it's like a it's like so time loop is like a, something else like a little less about how it must be craggy like. You know that if you're in the same 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 day, you know if you watch a, like a, a game show about like a, it's the same question all like it hope it affects it like not like outside town. But if you attempt to uh, go outside the box of Tony about even though you make sure if you're like a web, it's like a, if you're free from that zone, the time loop zone about like you're in the like if you have to stay awake about to make sure you're not awake yourself outside the the town if it or or be back in the same day. It happens. Uh, they they borrow the concept again, like uh, from the Tom Cruise Edge of Tomorrow and uh, and also Happy Death Day. And recently, I uh, we watch on Hulu is a uh, was an Andy Samberg called uh, Palm Springs. But you know, it ends differently. But the Palm Springs is very R rated. But even though it's very very uh, almost very darker and uh, very like uh, raunchy. So those are those were a few movie examples of more recent movies that tried to do a, uh, a similar concept. Time loop. Time loop. Yeah, yeah concept. the time loop. Um, there's rumored to be an Edge of Tomorrow Tom Cruise um, sequel, but I don't really know if that's really being worked on or not. I have no idea if that's even still a thing, the Edge of Tomorrow sequel or not. But uh, yeah, you mentioned that movie plus the other examples. So, um, so but, uh, Bill Murray as the main character. Okay, what? 
how does he grow or change throughout the movie and what like what kind of obstacles problems does he, does he have to overcome well overcome like uh something like uh something about how you mentioned being like uh very too like very not too naughty about naughty as the people of the town but like uh, if he's just stuck the same day it's only just like a be like uh, he knows about like uh, how he's uh, very, uh, order something uh, very uh, unhealthy meal but uh uh, but even though sometimes like uh, but even that way he learns about like uh some people uh cartoons help at uh, the Eddie Eddie McDowell about you know about she learns less around about like he has to care for other people. Like how he can prevent the the prevent the waitress not to knock something down and spill or to save the child the time or the how he learns something like uh it's something like uh, it's like a very like a switching switching is his feelings about like uh something like uh know about what how it feels like what's the meaning about about the you know how the you have to try his best to save this homeless man about the wait you said life. wait hold on back up you said at some point he needs to uh, has try has to try to help out a homeless man uh well he's uh, he, uh, about he's trying about homeless man about he's he's anywhere around people and then talks to Tony but he was he tried to uh, he tried to help help the resuscitate but even that same day he it was the same day he can't 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 can help him about this like uh, can save him from his death the same day but uh, oh, okay that way he had to switch so he had to switch his switch his life about like uh, to help it like uh, to learn the role like how to play piano and uh, and how to make us uh, uh, to make a good speech to have a good affection to the town. But, uh, okay, um, Bill Murray. Outside of outside of Ghostbusters franchise, outside of the Ghostbusters movies and this movie. Outside of Ghostbusters in this movie, are there any other Bill Murray movies that you uh, also like? Oh, uh, we like, uh, we, we like, there's also like, uh, Stripes and, uh, Stripe? Meatballs and, Stripes and, and there's also like, uh... Stripes, now Stripes, like, Stripes, Stripes and Meatballs are both, um, comedies from the, like, like late 70s, early 80s. Those are two comedies. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. that, uh, even these are... Also a member of the SNL SNL group, uh, SNL people. One of the uh, was he like one of the original members? Like original members, yeah, yeah. like Weekend Update, yeah, yeah. And, uh, or something like it does it for part of the sketch. That, uh, yeah, like I I thought I liked him in. Like, um, I remember I remember him, I remember Bill Murray does a SNL sketch about early early days about who makes fun of, like uh, as a fat Hercules about the. Yeah, you know, some kind of like, uh, like uh, some kind of like a badly dubbed uh, Italian production of the Hercules, but the, oh, Hercules, uh, okay. I I liked him in um, I liked him in Coppola's uh, Lost in Translation in two thousand three. I think he did well in the uh, Lost in Translation movie with uh, directed by um, uh, Coppola uh, and and also star also starring uh, Scarlett Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. I used to I used to I used to like her. I don't like her as much, but I used to like her a lot. Even she's also a best member now for the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. You know. That's what she's most probably most known for. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I was just yeah, just off. The, uh, yeah, I just want to ask real quick, like outside of uh, Ghost, Ghostbusters and um, Groundhog Day, what what you liked him in? It sounds you said um, Stripes, Stripes and Meatballs, which are two early comedies. Well, 
Well, I didn't get a chance to see Stripes, but, but my dad only loved You know what you, you, you have? You have or haven't seen Stripes? Yeah. Oh, you should, you should see it. You should check it out. Yeah, I think that's, that's the one where he... Isn't that the one where he goes into the military? Goes into the military. Yeah. Very, like, uh... Who you said your dad doesn't like the ending? Yeah, because sometimes uh, uh, he's uh, spoiled for me, but he doesn't grab the ending about. But, but I'll try to watch it someday. Yeah, well, I can. You should try to watch it. Try to yeah, try to um, watch um, Stripes someday. It's from the um, early '80s. And now, what's Meatballs about? Meatballs, it takes place at summer camp, you know, like, uh, okay. it's like a uh, summer camp, and it's, oh, right, yeah, it's like, oh, he plays a counselor, chief counselor about the, you know, the, about somewhere like, uh, like, uh, almost like the era of the National Foods uh, uh, magazine era, but it's also by, by Ivan Reitman, who works with that film, Murray, almost, almost, almost uh, every film. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in the, um... I'm going to put in the uh, Groundhog's Day movie for IMDb just so I can see on the on its page if I can come up with any more thoughts or questions to ask you when I look on Groundhog Day's IMD, IMDb page. So in the meantime, while I, look up, while I look up the page, you can keep talking about Groundhog Day movie as I look it up. Okay. Whatever you want to say about it. Okay, let's see. It's from 1993, and it's one hour and 41 minutes. A self-centered Pittsburgh weatherman finds himself inexplicably trapped in a small town as he lives the same day over and over again, directed by his friend Harold Ramis. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, stars. Yeah, yeah, there's your uh, Chris Elliott. Yeah, but what other people are in this? I got Bill Murray as, Bill Murray as Phil, Andy McDowell as Rita, Chris Elliott as uh, Larry, Stephen Tobolsky Tebos as Ned, and then it also has Brian Doyle, Brian Doyle Murray, who I, I think I, I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Mar, Mariga, Marita Car, I don't know, I don't know who she is. Marita, yeah, I don't know who she is. And then a bunch of other people also who I don't know who they are. Um, let me see. Um, tagline, tagline. Um, what would you do if you were stuck in the same day over and over? Anything you want and everything. Your heart your heart desires. The genres, yes, is comedy, but outside of comedy, the genres also include fantasy and romance. Alright. Um let's see. Let's look I'm gonna look at the trivia and soundtrack. You can talk about the movie more as I look up the trivia and soundtrack. Well, uh, yeah, the best most of the part of the soundtrack is Sunny Chair, I got you, babe. It repeats every every time with the Yes, that does say that yes, that does say it's one of the hound uh, some of the soundtrack I mean, credits include I Got You Babe, written by Sonny Bono, uh, performed by Sonny and Cher. Yeah, that was one of the songs uh sounding musical stuff including the soundtrack. Yes, you're right. Mm. Okay. And there's another thing about the when Phil says he initially compares himself to a god declared that as a weatherman, he makes it the weather. After several loves, he comes to believe he is a god, asserting that omnipotence may be mistaken, but he lived so long, once simply knows everything. Uh, but it's like uh, using his knowledge, he is able to manipulate events in his favor. Repetition gives Phil an opportunity to escape from his own narcissistic uh, self-confidence. Unwilling to change himself, the means to do so are forced upon him. After constant rejection by Rita and his idea of love, Phil hits an emotional low and repeatedly commits suicide. At one point, he suggests that he has killed himself enough times to no longer exist. 
It is at this point, Spramer suggests that Phil becomes ready to change. Wait, so wait, hold on. When he tried to do, hold on, wait. When he tried to do that to himself, did he do that successfully or unsuccessfully? Well, even if like a, like a, like a driving a car to the, to the cliff with the groundhog and, uh, and trying to electrocute some of the toaster in the bathtub and, and falling himself, uh, you know, if he's dead, he always uh, comes back alive when he wokes up. But, uh, it just like happens like a later, later concept, like uh, from the like Edge of Tomorrow and uh, with Tom Cruise about the, if he gets killed, but then the, and repeatedly back to the beginning. Like if you're a player like inside the video game about if you get if you if your character gets killed, yet it goes back all the way to the beginning. Uh, Okay, I found, alright, well, oh yeah, because of the time loop in all those movies, right. Um, I found the first bit of interesting trivia at the top of all the trivia page. Um, it says that Harold Ramis, how, how, Harold Ramis originally wanted Tom Hanks for the re, for the lead role, but decided against it, saying that Hanks was, in quotes, too nice. So they, yeah, he wanted a team. Night. Night looks uh, close, closely about to be a fantasy role. That's it's big about to the movie big about the Tom Hanks and big about he, the child wish he wants to be bigger since he wants to accept a ride, but not as a, as a tall he is, but the age about the age of he that he becomes a much big, a much adult person of his of himself, but like but with, with the mind of his childhood. Okay. So what, what and what what are you what are you saying about all that? Oh, oh, oh about the Tom Hanks thing again. Yeah. Um, on the. Like, yeah. What you No, I was going to say a next, a next bit of trivia I want to go over. It said on the Blu-ray spe- on the Blu-ray special features, the Blu-ray edition special features, how Ramis states that the original idea was for Phil to live February 2nd for about 10,000 years. Later, he hyperbolically says that Phil probably lived the same day for about hyperbolic 10 years. Okay? Hmm. There are exactly 38 di- there are exactly 38 days depicted in this film, either partially or in full. So in the film they go over exactly 38 different day 38 different days. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know if I find anything about reshots that are noteworthy. But next, I want to say the movie was selected in the year 2006 for preservation in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress for being culturally, historically, or aesthetically uh, significant. Hmm. And also, uh, another year that where they, where they, where they say Pontchartrain is the best place to go there for the Southway Wild Garlock, and it becomes a tourist attraction to go there to see the fur. You know, where they filmed the, the movie with Groundhog Day, it's actually it's not uh, Pennsylvania, it's actually at Woodstock, Illinois. But even it's very colder about the, 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 it's very, the problematic, it's very too cold about the. Uh, to get something like uh, to, to Hold, film the, the yeah. scene. Like, uh, Hold on, I found a bit of trivia. Hold on, before you continue about that, I found a bit of trivia you were saying earlier about the song when they had I've Got You Babe by, by Sharon there. Bit of trivia next, it yeah. says, the song that greets Bill Murray every morning in quotes, I've Got You Babe by Sonny and Cher was Danny Rubin, I'm not, I'm not sure who Danny Rubin was, was Danny Rubin's ori- original, script from, original script from the beginning. The song is known for its seemingly endless repetitive chorus, which mirrors Phil's predicament in the film. So, so that's a bit of trivia of the song from Ruben and the original script in reference to the uh, "I Got You, Babe" by Cher. So, yeah. yeah. 
Um, oh, oh, about an ad thing. Wait, I found a thing about the Super Bowl ad in regards to uh, some of the characters, three of the characters. Yeah, I see it. I see it. And, uh, they, have a, they have a Bill Murray back again with David Toblowski and, and Brian Yes, 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 exactly. Yes, the... Yes, the bit of trivia for that says, In 2020, in the year 2020, Bill Murray, Stephen Tobolsky, and Brian Doyle-Murray reprised their roles in a Super Bowl, um, a Super Bowl played on Groundhog's Day that year, commercial for, for Jeep. Like the original movie, the ad was filmed in Woodstock, Illinois. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So they so yeah, they were brought back in the 2020s. They, they show the ads at the same time as uh, uh, the Say celebrates on the beginning of February. It's, 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 they show the time like for Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. They just want to make fun about the traditional Groundhog Day. They should have it like, uh, back of the, you know, like almost like an anniversary to have it built, uh, built, built maybe we can mm-hmm. price as well in the yeah. ads. Yeah. Premiere, the premiere, I think that's a magazine. Premiere voted this movie as one of the 50 greatest comedies of all time in 2006. What about you? How did you think about the comedy? Did you find this movie to be comedic or did you think it had other genres more so as you watched it when you saw it? What genres did you What kind of genre or how did you make the story to be in regards to all that kind of stuff? Uh, genre, besides that, I know about, I like about slapstick comedy, but even now, later, later than the comedy films, so this time about the ads, like, something like uh, R-rated type, you know, like, uh, something with Seth Rogen. I mean, listen, listen, R-rated, R-rated comedies, R-rated movies, comedies can still be funny. They don't all have to be PG or PG-13. There's lots of fun, co- good comedies that are uh, rated R. Yeah. Oh, so you're back you're to your... Hold on, wait. Back to your... Wait, wait, before you continue. More about your... The next bit of trivia about your Roger Ebert. You know how I like your Roger Ebert, the, the film critic. It says that, that yeah. it's one of one of Roger Ebert's great movies. Yeah, because that's right. He originally gave it a three... originally gave it a three, a three, star, three, a three stars when he first saw that movie about the... We raised his original score for the film about three stars to the full four stars. In this updated review, Reaper said that he had under, underestimated the film and noted that the previous 40 years, positioning it alongside, alongside It's a Wonderful Life, mm-hmm. was one of America's most uplifting and timeless films. Are, are we, are we, is this all Ebert? Is that what you're saying about Ebert? That's what it says. Oh, wow. So, about, like, oh, so say, say that again quickly, shortly about that again, real quick? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Eber uh, raised his original score for the film, film from three stars to full four stars. In this updated review, Ebert said that he, he had underestimated the film and noted that Murray's performance was essential to making the film work. Oh, uh, that's good. That's that's all very interesting about that. Yeah, that's good. I found another bit of trivia with Cher in the music song again. Cher, Cher stated in an interview that fans would send her letters saying that they loved the song she made for the movie Groundhog Day 1993, not realizing that the song was actually recorded in 1965. She also stated that the movie helped boost album sales for for her due to the interest in the song. So really, fans were thanking her, but then she had to correct them and know that that song was actually recorded in 1965. Interesting. Well, yeah, something like, even I thought it's a song I got you made, but it's a song about time loop. Recently, we sing it now with that sure song about if I could turn back in time. Uh, that sounds like, a, almost mm. like if you want to repeat itself. Yeah. Yet, yeah. I found, now wait a sec, hold on, yeah, but when it, 
yeah, that's all very interesting with how, how about the connections there. But yeah, I just found also now a Jeopardy trivia about it. There were, uh, there's a Jeopardy sequence in the movie, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same question when it comes back to right. The, so let me uh, let me just read you real quick. Let me just read read you real quick the few lines of the Jeopardy trivia. In Jeopardy, starting in 1984 sequence, the second player seen is Jim Scott, a five-time Jeopardy champion who who won his fifth game on October 1st, 1990 broadcast. He went on to the Tournament of Champions that contest that season. The segment shown in the movie is from the Tournament of Champions semifinal broadcast on November 11th, 1991. Curiously, this would either set the hotel scene in 1991 onwards, meaning they're watching a rerun in a loop version of 1993, or that it's in an alternate parallel version of 93. Interesting. Well, that's very interesting about, like, uh, uh, even sometimes you believe about, uh, what you believe about, uh, something about the, about, you say something about the parallel universe. That's what it said, the Jeopardy parallel universe, that it could have been a parallel universe in 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 regards to that Jeopardy stuff. Even I thought it's like, uh, he's not gonna make you the movie, but I thought he must have studied all the uh, question, questions about the questions of the uh, original episode of the Jeopardy. And he must have, hopefully, asked him to make him repeat the, mm-hmm. repeat the video and stuff. And he must have, not, and Bill Burr had to study all the questions he knows about questions wait a second that, yeah that's interesting about it all i have a third bit of trivia about the song i got you babe and then i want to go over the the trivia right below that that talked about the other movie you like talking about which i believe is what about bob from 91 what about bob um, first, yeah. first it says the song "I Got You, Babe" by Sonny and Cher was the number one single in the United States for three weeks in August of 1965, according to Billboard magazine. And now the thing about what about Bob? When Phil says that he has some errands to do, one of the people he saves the one of the people he saves the mayor who's choking on some steak. Phil uses the Heimlich maneuver. Two years earlier, Bill Murray used the same technique in What About Bob 1991. Oh yeah, what about Bob was ninety one? Like, uh, it sounds like uh, a lot of it's like an imp- improvised thing about he knows how to, to improv- improvise uh, like uh, his move about his movement about to save someone. Looks like he has uses it again about the background of today because sometimes uh, Bill Murray does his own this imp- imp- improv improvisation improv his own make his own mind about, right uh, without really reading a script right so, just like in the and I've seen the Ghostbusters, the original one, because you know a part where they capture Slimer at the hotel? Yeah. Where they had to clear those tables away to make space enough to, to, to get the ghost, the, the Slimer ghost about. But then the Lurie does, does his own line with us. What's the right. Scripted. They say he only wanted to do this, so he just removed the, removed the tablecloth off the, mm-hmm. off, the, off the table to prove that which, which one's still standing. Right. But except one flower. That's okay. The, the flower, so that's the one that's... Event, event line. Okay. Yeah, all right. All, all right. Um, I want to go over the director cameo trivia, and then I'm, we're going to segue to a quick commercial break, and then there's spoiler trivia. I'm assuming anybody that um, most people that are listening to this have already seen the movie, so we're going to go over the director cameo trivia, then a commercial, and then we can go over other things that you have in mind that you think of, like all these other things to put out in your thoughts and opinions, which also include some spoilers. I see, and then I'm going to look up if there's any um mem- memorable quotes about the movie as well. Okay. All right. Um, Harold Ramis makes a cameo in the film as the neurologist that assures Phil that he is okay, but that but should perhaps talk to a psychiatrist. Okay. Because that's the part about if you say if you have 
Right. Yeah. But when you talk, when you look closely about the about the、uh, the Harold Ramis about the, because he he was very cross-eyed with his glasses on. It's, yeah. It's like if he's telling the truth or something. Yeah. You know? Like even when we something like、uh, for Harold Ramis, like something like、uh, if he knew something about if he said said the year all again, like、uh, something like、uh, well, fantasy spirits. Like, well, yeah, it did say it did say it did say as part of the genres that uh fantasy is included. All right, we're、yeah. gonna segue now to a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna talk more about Groundhog's Day.、Yeah. I want to talk about Anchor FM podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor FM podcasting, it's the easiest way to make a podcast possible. It is one hundred percent free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Right from your mobile cell phone or computer, Anchor FM Podcasting will distribute your podcast for you, so that you can be heard. So that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together compatibly. Download the free Anchor FM application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor FM to get started. All right, and we're back. Let me just see. There's a there's it says there's 21 bits of、uh, spoiler spoiler trivia. Um, some stuff. Let's see if you already said it before we stated it. Um, let's see. Blah blah. What kind of spoiler trivia? Anything, anything in here? Okay. You, it, it was Danny Rubin a, a writer or what was Danny Rubin's part in all this? He's also a writer. Oh, the writer, one of the writers of it. Okay. All right. Along with Harold Ramis. Okay. Right, so, uh, Let's see. According according to the website Wolf Nards, Bill Murray spent eight years, eight months, and sixteen days trapped in Groundhog Day. The movie tr- movie truth re- movie truth re- review series calculated Murray spent four thousand five hundred seventy six days in in parentheses uh, in parentheses twelve、uh, years, six months, and eleven days stuck in the loop. While the website obsessed with film claims he was trapped twelve thousand four. Twelve thousand four hundred three days, just under thirty-four years, in order to account for becoming a master piano player, ice sculptor, etc.、Hmm, okay.、Mm. And also sometimes, like、uh, even sometimes, is that like about like、uh, something like、uh, about the according to the, the、uh, about the about the Ramus, how Ramus, yes, how Ramus born to a Jewish family. Ramus had adopted a Buddhist lifestyle from his second wife, the basis of his precept. Because some believe that Buddhists, about Buddhists, are believed they have to be died again, they then repeat it, you need to be reborn. It's a something that's like a time of duration about the about the, even if there's some, I mean there's a, like a, like if you like a, even if you believe in yourself like a, something like as like as like something about you,、uh, it's a life story. It's a Groundhog Day is not just a, a comedy of the,、uh, and the 
comedy of uh, or something comedy for like midlife crisis, but the uh, mm-hmm. or something fancy. It's about you. You got to be bored again. About it's like you change your change your personality. Okay. All right. Hold on. Oh, that's 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 interesting. Hold on. Let me just go over a bit a bit more of this spoiler uh a bit more of this spoiler uh, tr- uh trivia before I want to get into the quotes page and see if any of the quotes you like from the movie. So let me just run down through all these spoiler quotes that I think are noteworthy. Um. Okay. Harold Ramis and Danny Rubin considered. Leave it in, considered including an explanation for Phil being stuck in the time loop. One of the possibilities included Phil having been cursed by a scorned lover or someone he had verbally abused. They decided it was best to leave it a mystery. The last, the last time it is February second, and Phil Connors, Phil Connors kisses Rita Hansen. It begins to snow, foreshadowing the that the loop has been broken. The same thing happens at the end of It's a Wonderful Life, 1946, where the snow signifies that George Bailey is back in the reality where he exists. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I, 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 got, I, I got one. Go ahead. Sure. The date of ground. The, the date of groundhog day has also implications. It's set between the end of winter, characterized in the film as a period of satire, the, the end of things, and spring, a season represented by comedy and connected with themes of renewal and redemption. And the, that's that's not. Is that like? Is that part more about like the? Is that more like more about like the themes about the movie? Yeah. Okay. Um, let me just go over some more trivia here. Some we're gonna get to. Um, uh, Phil Phil Hansen slaps Phil Connors ten times during the course of the film. Um, and now I think we're about to get to um, a bit of trivia you were set, you were saying earlier in regards to uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow trivia. It says this film and Edge of Tomorrow from 2014 has a character named Rita, and both films are about men trapped in a never-ending day. Also at the climax, Phil. P- Pinches Rita to prove that tomorrow has finally arrived, and in the novel, and in the novel that inspired Edge of Tomorrow 2014, the lead character Cage pinches, pinches himself when the time first resets. In the novel, Cage awakens at six o'clock, like Phil Connors, and he get and he gets Phil's line, "Same old, same old." Also. Anything new terrified Cage, while Phil has the opposite reaction. Also known as Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow has been described as the science fiction, the sci-fi Groundhog Day. Interesting. Well, the, the recent movie called Palm Springs, we had my parents had just watched, used my brother Danny about, it's that even though they found the source about what makes a time loop, like, it's called like quantum quantum theory. Like, right. Quantum wait, wait, wait. When you said your parents, you mean only your parents saw that movie, but not you? Uh, I saw I saw it with them. Oh, you actually saw it with. Do you see like do you guys? Do you and your parents get to see a lot of movies together? Uh, we saw it every February for Groundhog, Groundhog Day. No, I mean outside of this stuff. I mean like when you go when uh, when there are movies that you and your parents both want to see. Do you and your parents get to enjoy a lot seeing a lot of movies together? What? You and your parents. Do you guys eventually, if you guys both are interested in possibly the same movie, whatever the movie might be, this and other movies, you and your parents see a lot of movies together. Because that's where we're, sometimes uh, together, like uh, sometimes we watch a documentary, uh, or we find some very interesting comedy films, or so you. Oh, so then yes, as many as possible, comedy, whatever the case may be, you occasionally do see some movies with your parents a lot. Okay. Even even also the comedy movie, because every weekday is about like even for Elsa on Sunday. We watch some of like the late night hosts who show like Stephen Colbert or the uh, somebody give up the update about what's happening in the, in the news in the world. Because of, because of reality, just to be honest, real quick here, because of reality, 
I no longer care or like uh, Stephen Colbert. I can't stand that guy for uh, reasons I won't get into. But yeah, yeah, he did a lot of uh, shows and stuff on TV. Um, let me see. Let's go. Oh my God! There's not, we don't have enough time for all this. There's 107 items of quotes. Let me see. Why don't you just what what quotes what quotes in the movie stood out to you? I obviously can't go over all 107 because we don't have we don't have enough time for that. But what are some quotes from the movie that stood out to you? Well, sometimes when he thought when he, when he hangs out with the drunkards at the bar, huh? he believes himself about like if he wants to run wants to train about to make sure that it's just a dream about the. But even though that like it, uh, he's about to face a, a train about mm. to uh, uh, it, become a train wreck, but then he's diverted and then they be rescued by the uh, uh, by the police about from the about a uh, problems of the uh, about what they're drinking about. But then one of the one of the one of the co- 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 bar workers about the uh, it says uh, bar workers that he likes to call himself as he wants to order the uh, something for a hamburger. So about there was something about there was something about a hamburger. Yeah, that's how they thought it's a part of the takeout. But, uh, but yeah, here's some of the best. I think I got uh, the quote I get. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's uh, okay, campers. Why is it shining? Don't forget your booties because it's cold out here. It's cold out here every day. And then there's a uh, Phil, uh, Phil says about there's no uh, uh, there's no cold about the uh, 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 I forgot to say about and uh, uh, there, there's no way that this winter's never going to end. Is it? Oh wait, let me let me try again about the. Uh, Okay. There's no way that this winter is ever going to end as long as this groundhog keeps seeing his shadow. I don't see any other way out. He got to be stopped. I had to stop him. Oh, wait, hold on. I, I found a quote I want to ask you about. Wait, 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 hold on, real quick. I want real quick. I want to ask you about what what happens when the Rita character says three three hundred and thirty nine. Oh, never mind. It's thirty nine dollars and eighty cents. Never mind. She says the ad beforehand. Um, yeah. So yeah, because I never really got into this movie, so I was just looking through the quotes page on here, and I just thought, what what, what quotes from the movie you like? But like it says, like there's um a hundred and seven items of quotes on here. So did any of the quotes stood out for you, or was this movie quotable, or because it has a lot of quotes listed on here and all? What do you think about all that? All right, uh, here's another thing about the quote, quote from Vida and Phil together. That, mm-hmm. that Phil says, do you know what today is? About that Vida says, no what? Today is tomorrow. It happened. Because that's where the very end is. They all come back. He's finally free from the time loop. So that's it. That's it. Today is tomorrow. Like, uh, that's I knew that. Oh, but I think it's the best quote for the end of the, the, end of the movie scene about that's where they... Like he's free from the what he's been, what he's been looking for us because it said that a priest snowed on the on the on the on the, on the neighbor's lawn, but it shows that if it's tomorrow, he says oh, everything's all full, full of snow. Okay. So, okay, interesting. All right, so listen. So, yeah, just comedy, comedy, fantasy, and romance, all three. Okay, so now um, what we're going to do is. I want you to have, uh, in a sec, we're going to have you list your final thoughts and opinions, final conclusion thoughts uh, to recap how you felt and liked um, 
what you thought liked and all the whatever else were liked or maybe some dislikes also maybe mostly liked it about Groundhog Day then grade and rating and then take a few minutes after those two things since we both you you, you and your parents saw comedies we all like comedies after we're concluding the actual main topic of Groundhog Day um, just discuss what uh, possible hopefully lots of different comedy movies we all agree to do on t- together in the future so let's just start off with the uh, final remaining wrap up thoughts about the movie then the grade and then what comedies we, we want to do together in the future so how would you um wrap up your opinion thoughts opinions feelings about what you like or didn't maybe didn't like also mostly like about um groundhog day 93 with bill murray as the um main character and the directed by ramus and all these other characters that are also in the movie with with lots of quotes how would you final thoughts opinions wrapping up what you thought about groundhog day uh-huh. But my opinion about uh, an, an, an religious faith, the uh, Jewish faith, still escape our reward can be seen as him being... Wait, 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 back up, back up. What, what, what was happening with the Jewish faith? Uh, Phil's escape or reward can be seen as, a, as him being returned to earth to perform moral deeds or mitzvahs, the precepts and the command, commandments of God. That's nothing about, like, uh, if you had, like, had to be returned to earth, you had to put your own good deeds about with other people. Wait, is that what is that what the director put in, or was that a part of the movie yeah, when you're saying? I know Ramus is, Jew- is Jewish. I know he's Jew. I know I know Ramus is Jewish, but like the stuff you're talking about now, was that stuff that Ramus, the director, put into the movie uh, somehow, or? Uh, so some uh, some believe about that. If it's like a very like uh, like religious about it, that they believe it's how it repeats itself. That what? I'm sorry. That what? That what repeats itself? The time loop. Oh, more about the time loop again. All right. Um. So. I, it sounds like you really like this movie a lot, and I had too many quotes to go through on that page, but uh, we did cover all the main trivia I wanted, and you had your own little fin- opinions about the movie with other things in your mind, so that's good. Um, everybody, just want to remind everybody, this was just a short, small short break of Groundhog Day. Um, to go between the Batman franchise, but after Groundhog Day is done, we're going back into the Batman franchise to uh, go first with the Batman Mask of the Phantasm, and then Batman Forever, and then take it all from there. Um, if you had, um, IMDb rates it, um, they rated it, um, whoever rated it all together, IMDb rated Groundhog Day an 8.0 out of 10, uh, uh, 1300 popularity, yeah, like an 8.0 out of 10 for the rating of everybody, um, how would you... How would you grade or rate for yourself Groundhog Day uh, in similar ways? It's like a nine, nine out of ten. Uh, oh, well, okay. So you liked it one more number up, up them up from them. You said nine out of ten instead of eight out of ten. Okay. And so you liked it even more than the eight out of ten people. Nine out of ten. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right. So like a nine out of ten is a pretty good rating there, even more than what they said. Now back to other comedy movies. Um, and I'm sure there's lots of movies over the different decades. You can think about any decade. What are some possible movies you and I have both actually seen that we both agree on where we could do comedies in like March and April about? Yeah, like what other comedies you think? You'll name a comedies and I'll tell you whether I knew it or not and whether we both agree that we both liked them. Any movies? Uh, com- comedy movies. Well, I liked about like, uh, let's say, the Robert Williams of the, the uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire from 1993 a lot of times. We can add Mrs. Doubtfire, Mrs. Doubtfire main star Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire onto the list of comedies to talk about. All right, what else outside of um, Mrs. Doubtfire? Uh, uh, 
Beetlejuice. Okay. Yeah, I seen Beetlejuice also. I, I did enjoy Beetlejuice. Okay, and that's also another Tim Burton one with Beetlejuice. Tim Burton with Beetlejuice. Now back to um, uh, what was it before Beetlejuice? Uh, back to um. Groundhog, not Groundhog. Back with Mrs. Doubtfire. Exactly. Did you know that um, if if Robin Williams stayed alive, like during the late 2010s, a little bit of trivia real quick, in the late 2010s, if Robin Williams would have stayed alive, they were thinking about scripting a screenplay story for uh, Mrs. Doubtfire 2. They were thinking about Mrs. Doubtfire 2, but now obviously they can't do that without Robin Williams. Well, you know, once we repeated some of the stuff or what they did before, there's like a... The one with Martin Lawrence to play as a, the Big Mama's house. He disguised himself. As I never, Big Mama's as I never, um, I never got into Big, um, I never got into Big Big Mama's house. But I think that's a trilogy now. After the original uh, Big Mama's house, it was followed by two sequels. But um, what I'm yeah. saying is the Mrs. Doubtfire in the late 2010s, there was a possibility that they were trying to work on a possible uh, Mrs. Doubtfire too. But obviously they can't do that now with Robin's. Well, Robin even, even though the, the Mrs. Doubtfire actually based on that, like a young adult's book, it's mm -hmm. actually based on a young adult's which is, book. Which is based on a young adult's book. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, oh, it is really. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I agree. So, I, so I agree with Mrs. Doubtfire from '93. I agree about Beetlejuice from 1988. Any other comedy movies on your mind we could possibly talk about after Be with after the uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and Beetlejuice? Uh, the 40-year-old virgin? Yes, we both like that too. The 40-year-old virgin from 2005. So, so far we have comedies in March and possible. No, not possible. We both like these three so far. To after the ba Batman franchise. Um, see, after the Batman franchise, we got Mrs. Doubtfire with Robin Williams 93, Beetlejuice with all that's involved with that, and then 2005 summer comedy, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. That's three comedies to start with so far. We got, we got some material. We got some content right there. Three comedies. Good. Excellent. Very good. Um, I've only seen, like, Mask of the Phantasm once or twice, but... If you think there's enough material to talk about Phantasm and you still want to do Phantasm, we'll do Mask of the Phantasm directly after Groundhog's Day, and then right after Phantasm, Mask of the Phantasm is Batman Forever, followed by Batman and Robin, followed by Batman Begins, tr the trilogy. Um, the, the, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do the Dark Knight trilogy directly after Batman and Robin 97. So we got... Ma Mask, of the Mask on the Phantasm on deck, everybody. Batman, Mask on the Phantasm on deck. Then Forever. Then in Robin. Then, yeah, 95, 97. Then the Dark Knight trilogy. And then after the Dark Knight trilogy, which Dark Knight will get two parts. Then, um, I, did you, the Batman recently announced. They recently announced the actual runtime. The runtime, did, did you read about this also? They announced for the Batman runtime for early March. Well, hopefully if it still gets that early March release date. The official runtime is two hours and 55 minutes, which is literally five minutes before three hours. So two hours and 55 minutes is practically five minutes before it would become three hours. So if you cut out three hours minus five, it's two hours and 55 minutes or five minutes before what would be, what would be three hours. That's the damn round time for that. So I'm, I have AMC Stubbs membership. So my, my plan is to see the Tuesday after whenever it comes out because Tuesday I get, um, discounts. So I could see the Batman after we've discussed all these, all these other Batman movies. Then we can go do, um, wait. So with, I want to do, the 40-year-old virgin after those other two comedies. So, wait, see. Do you want to do... Wait. Do you want to do... Um, as far as the... Um, 
As far as the uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and Beetlejuice, did you want to do Mrs. Doubtfire first or Beetlejuice, or does it not matter the order of? Uh, Beetlejuice. I think Beetlejuice. It makes me uh, very, very so laughable. Alright, it's a laughable day. Yeah, lots of comedy, lots of laughable about it. So let's do as the as the first comedy. There's, there's another comedy I'll oh. Yeah, what is it? Blazing Saddles from 1974? Yeah, the Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the Blazing Saddles Mel Brooks movie came out in 1974. So how about, let's do, I'm thinking, I like, I've seen that actually, and it's funny. I saw that on one of the pay cables and the, the farting and all the different stuff with the racial stuff is very interesting. It couldn't, it couldn't be made today. So I'm thinking, since that came out before Beetlejuice, after we're done all the Batman stuff, after we're done all the Batman franchise series movies, we'll do Blazing Saddles first, with Mel, directed by Mel Brooks, 1994. We'll do Batman... Blazing Saddles first, and then after Blazing Saddles, then Beetlejuice. Blazing Saddles, Beetlejuice, Blazing Saddles, Beetlejuice, Mrs. Doubtfire, and then and then the Forty Year Virgin. Like like so, Blazing Blazing Saddles seventy four, then Beetlejuice eighty eight, then Mrs. Doubtfire. Then how about that? So are you okay with doing Blazing Saddles before Beetlejuice, and then Beetlejuice first, and then after Beetlejuice? The stuff I said. Uh, well, maybe I can say Beetlejuice first. Alright, so even though Beetlejuice came after, you still want to do Beetlejuice first. So we'll do Beetlejuice 1988 first, and then run back to 74's Blazing Saddles. Okay, so we're going to run around with the different years. So it's okay, I can still, I can, we can always have them whenever. So we're doing Blazing Saddles then, which is funny, very funny, after the funny Beetlejuice. Sounds good. Sounds like we got a lot, a lot of the comedy set with those three or four comedies. Now, you did see, no time. You saw. You only saw No Time to Die. Bond twenty five once. I saw. I saw already when it comes. No, right. Yeah. Did you see it once or twice? Just one. Just the one time. I would say between now and all the stuff we're currently working on with all this stuff, you have plenty of time to rewatch it a second time. But and then we could eventually talk about because I really have a lot. I would like to have guys discussions about No Time to Die after you've seen it a second time. But in the meantime, before No Time to Die, we got after all the Batman stuff, we got Beetlejuice, then Blazing Beetlejuice, then Blazing Saddles, then Mrs. Doubtfire, and then the Forty Year Virgin for the four comedies to do. Sounds yeah, I loved because I love talking about comedies, uh, but I, you know I'm a big Batman fan, so obviously I like talking about Batman with everybody. But um, definitely those four comedies that we both agreed on right, right there after the ba- Batman series is done sounds good. Um, any um, anything you want to tell the audience before we sign out? Make sure to set your Amazon device uh, to wake, wake yourself up with the I Got You Babe. If you guys have an Amazon device, don't forget to wake yourself up on the Amazon device on Wednesday, Wednesday, Feb- Wednesday February 2nd, 2022 with the Shares I Got You Babe song. Yeah. Yes, have that's his that's his suggestion advice for you guys about that song on the Amazon device on February 2nd. So I think that is a really neat way to end the podcast talking about Groundhog's Day with the share thing of the Amazon device. So thank you Avi that has been Avi and I in our talk about Groundhog's Day. See you guys all soon. Well, see ya. See ya.